Today, we get political. Welcome to Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people on and we talk about who and what they are. Today's guest is our studio dad yet again, Craig Weinberg. Woo! We're going to be talking about the first time that Jordan and I have voted in Grant County. Or ever. Or ever, or ever, because we're 18. So, Jordan, what was your experience like? You know, I have to go out to the airport, so it was actually kind of really kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say sketchy, but it was really like, what's the word for rural? Rural. Yeah. Did it feel illegitimate at some level? Just because you got to sneak into this back building. (laughs) It was, I mean... (laughs) Hey, you want to vote? You want to vote? <laughs> Did they have you buy a watch, too? Hey, you yeah, want some I, I voted some, stickers? You want some candy? <laughs> they just, like, hand, they had their, like, hands sticking out. And they're like, <laughs> where's your driver's license, eh? <laughs> hey, you going to hand me your driver's license, <laughs> hey, eh? Were these zombies? <laughs> um, well, they're getting about to that age, but. Oh, my gosh, hey, Jordan, just, you can't hello. say that. <laughs> can't be saying that. Wait, is that a joke? What? <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. This whole show is going to be a joke. Today. So you guys went and uh, registered to vote. Sure did. We uh, I, I did together. chastise you at one point, right? For not since you would be yeah. at, at the voting age, and you went and did it. I am so proud of you. Good work. Yeah. Well, we had yeah. to listen to our studio dad. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I better be careful then. Yeah. Registering to vote was way easier than voting. Why? There was less reading. Well, I mean, <laughs> going to register to, to vote. I mean, you know your. The hardest part about registering the voting is just picking a party out. I mean, yeah, Jordan had a tough time doing that. I had to help him out a little bit. So, are you guys on the same side, or are you different? I am the same. Yeah, we're on the same party. Yeah, but for different reasons. (laughs) I don't know for different reasons. I'd consider Ben to be like way to the right when it comes to not way to the right. Now, is is this across the board, you think, way to the right, or just with certain issues? Hi, we're not, are we starting again? No, I'm just clicking oh, stuff. Oh, good, okay. Yeah. Well, okay <laughs> then. Um, for the record, that is playing in our ears. It's not playing on your record side, but... Oh, there it is. Look at that. Yeah, that's all right. It's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry. For, for the listeners that have yeah, no clue what we're talking about. don't understand what we're talking but about. But it's all right. There we go. I like it. There's eight, nine. Okay. Okay. Then we're A-okay. Okay, Ben. Where would you consider yourself then on the like way left, way right scale? Okay, um, now, now hold on. We, on have, we have to have a reference compass. here. So, so what is on the right side? Like, give me a name. Is that the Republican, or does it go farther than that? Uh, right for Republican. All the way, or is there on the other side? So, are we are we saying you have a Republican and Democrat, and then it's whether you are in the middle or on the other sides of them? I I don't know. I don't know what Jordan's referencing. I'm <clears throat> bringing up the. Political compass right now. I'm not talking. Oh, oh authoritarian. Yes. Yeah. Authoritarian, libertarian, right and left, and right and left are economical wives' views. Wives, nice. Well, not wives, not wives. Ben, it's wise. Yep. And then we have libertarian and authoritarian. Mm-hmm. This is old. Yeah, this probably is old. It's 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Well, duh. It's got. Obama, Mitt Romney, Nick Greenwich. And Rick Santorum, I Rick saw Santorum. him. And Ron Paul. Man, I saw, Paul I saw Rick in the Concordia campus a couple months ago. How was that? It was interesting. He made me mad. Why is that? Because he doesn't want term limits in Congress. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I think that a lot of people should be term, for term limits so we can 
introduce change, but that's not the topic right now. I know how. What? Well, it is. You guys are now at the age of voting. Oh, it is. Yeah. So you get to, you get a, a voice, whether it's valuable or not. You get a voice. Well, every voice is valuable because you know. And there you have it. Every voice is valuable. Recorded. It's a quote now. Did but truth. So we're talking about right, left, up and down, stuff like that, Jordan. What do you think? Are we going to base everything off of this right here? Off of the political So on this, uh, is this it's not a Venn diagram. It's no, similar. it's a grid. Authoritarian grid. at the top, libertarian at the bottom, left and right on the, Respected the left and right. Left and right. Okay, yeah. so what do the left and right even mean then? This means you're leaning, the left means communist. more communist socialism, and to the right means more independent capitalism. Is that it? Right I is capitalism. So. Right is capitalism. Left is. So where is anarchism? Anarchism. Uh, it's is... on the other page. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, you throw the book out the window. Right down here, isn't it? Um, or is it here? No, liberals. It says right in the bottom right. Anarchism is a definition of liberalism of libertarianism. Yep. Really? Okay, can you guys yep. explain to me what the difference is between a Democrat and a Republican, and at the party level? What is the difference at the party level? Who? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you just chose to be to play on one of the teams. So yeah, what what was the reason that made you choose? The fact that the Republicans don't really ever want to raise taxes as much as Democrats. Democrats are more as a they want more welfare, and Republicans are more of uh, do it. Your you got to work hard in life, and then you can love the American dream kind of deal. Not yep. handouts. What is the American dream? The American dream is to come here, find a job, and make a better living than where you were before. And you can start from the bottoms up and make. What it if to you're the top already bottoms. here? What if you're already here? Then it's just ways to improve your station. Okay, is it like uh, a two-car garage and a house and a boat? Is that yeah. the American dream? Probably it depends I mean, on the person. A credit if you card. Grew up, Having a credit card is that the American dream? Mine as well. The American dream is whatever you want to be. You're an American. You have a dream. Should, if it's an should awful that be dream, equalized across the board, like the 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 actual no, because I think outcome once you get, of that, I think once you start to equalize the American dream, that doesn't make it a dream anymore. That makes it a standard. I mean, that's like when they give out participation trophies. <laughs> exactly, like, everybody's no. a winner. Everybody's an American dreamer. No. We just want you all. Okay, last night was Snow Queen. Mm-hmm. Today yeah. is November eleventh. Happy eleven Memorial. It is Veterans Day. Veterans Day. <laughs> You guys have no school tomorrow on the 12th. Yes, yes we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, you do? But yeah. don't you get to We have to go have to, the time gym to go to the and play Veterans Day program, Veterans Day program stuff. Mm. Yeah. So you get out of some of your school. <clears throat> yeah, to support the veterans. So yeah, this, this is kind of a, a timely topic then because- Very. I mean, without some of the freedoms that we've been- Granted. Granted by people dying for us to have them, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to have this- Very true. In quotes, mm-hmm. this freedom- to vote and to have our oh. own thought, correct? Very, mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. So thank you, veterans. Thank you very thank much, you. Veterans. Vet- veterans. Veterans. Veterans, veterans. So the God parties. bless you all. The parties. The parties. What? So, Jordan, you say that the Democrats kind of lean more toward social programs yeah. and uh, a welfare system. Yeah. And the Republicans, no, no taxes? Is that the theory, Ben? It's a theory. Not saying it's right. Okay. Um. Another thing is... Uh, Pro-life and pro-choice. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, pro-life means you're for not abortioning, for the child to be given a chance at life. 
Yes. No abortioning. No abortioning. <laughs> Excellent. Did you guys go see the Gosnell movie? The what? Gosnell. What is the that? The movie that was here. Gosnell. Is that the one with the doctor and mm-hmm. stuff? No, I really yeah. want to though. Yeah. Oh, it's that. I think I don't know what it is, but yeah. Gosnell. Yeah. I remember his first name. Yeah. Apparently, he was a miserable human. Oh well. But so I mean, I, it, it, but abortion is a big a big part of the uh, party platforms. Is that your thought? I I don't think it's as big as what it used to be or what it could be, but it's it's part of the platform. So where do you guys fall on that situation? Well, I'm pro life. Across the board, life all the way around. No no death outside of natural. I think yeah. Or accidental. I'm yeah. What I think everyone penalty? deserves that that chance. What about the death penalty? The death penalty, I I believe in that as well, which is weird because I'm pro-life, so why would I not want to kill something before? But I think that with the death penalty- What makes it different? The death penalty has reason to me because once you are given the chance to live, you have opportunities to mess up and you have opportunities to be better than people. Now, if you mess up enough and you, let's say, kill a person, I believe that you should be able to get- killed for the same thing so we're talking like an eye for an eye type of deal i i think so because if you don't give a harsh enough penalty to a, a terrible enough crime that's in that's it's lessening the crime it's making the crime worth less than what it is so if you steal you should get something you should get away. stolen from if you get stolen from you should be able to okay so let's take this a little deeper if you rape someone should you be raped no but you should be castrated <laughs> Ooh, what if you're a girl? Jeez. That'd be difficult. If you're a girl, you should be given hormones and stuff to re- prevent that. To turn well, you into a male? Something like that. So that you can... You've no, messed up with that right. They, they have a name for it. I think it's like a hysterectomy or something. Hysterectomy? Hysterectomy. There we go. Is that the... I don't believe so. <laughs> well, that, that is a thing. <laughs> it yes. is a thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be like the coincide to castrating. You think that's like the, the, the same? I don't think it is. They both do the same thing, I'm pretty sure. Nope. Well, it removes your reproductive organs. Yeah, so. but the fact exactly. is that you can still rape after that has happened. Correct. But there's the no fact outward of, change. There's no... No, th- th- there is a, a wait, definite hormone change. Oh, yeah. And I think that would be better to... Or, it will cause that. them to turn crazy. Well, yeah, but you've messed up with that. And then so they you have another, to... But, but they 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 incarcerate them, put them in a, in a home so they can be managed? You could incarcerate them and do okay. that too. Or should they just be more dead. paying for money. Oh, well... And then that that's depends on how bad the charge is. What? No, yeah, we're not putting them on welfare. Well, that's that's what's going <laughs> to happen then if you're going to go with the that, eye for an eye deal. Yeah, but I don't think that's right. Exactly. So the death penalty is acceptable. I believe so. All right. Jordan, how do you and, feel and, but but it? your logic there is because to, because that the the person chose to do something that society has deemed unfit. egregious mm, and yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, to the point where they have determined that the penalty for this thingy is dead. Yeah. Okay. And it's to but, but the society made that choice, correct? It's yeah, and it's like I said to to make the the cost of the crime worth more. So what is the difference between that? I mean, cuz cuz there is a, a side of the political world that says that you can't be against abortion and pro death penalty. I don't think that makes sense to me. Yeah, you can. I mean, you probably can, but I don't see I it. I mean, you just got to look at different issues of it. I mean, for me, I mean, for the, uh, what do you call it, death penalty. So anyway, I, I look at it more economically wise. I mean, how many people are we going to have in prison? I mean, just soaking up on all our taxes that we pay and work hard for. 
Well, there have been like serial killers or something out there. I mean, so if someone kills someone, they should just die. Period. Just done. You should get dead. Unless no, they, because unless there's other there's other chances for that happening. Unless it's a legitimate murder. If they pay yeah. for their who has their that kind of money? No exactly. one has that kind of money. So then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I mean, serious. I mean, if you just did that. Wow. Well, no. Let's say you get like manslaughter charged. You know, it was an accident. Is that what manslaughter is? Yes. It's gonna be yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. It was an accident. You shouldn't be killed for an accident. Okay, well, that, well no, that's a different no. story. That's a different story. Very we're, different story. That's not malicious. We're talking yeah. like serial killer. Yeah, right then now. that should be death. We're not talking like yeah, like Charlie Manson right now. Yeah, because you have to you have to equate the crime with the punishment. But do you think you need to know? Oh man, Unless, more than a hundred percent, if it's possible, that this is actually the person that did it. Oh, you should definitely. Know. Oh, you should always have a hundred percent. Is that possible? Uh, short of actually watching it happen. Well, there's evidence and juries and stuff to decide that. Yeah, and there's a lot of evidence that after years yeah, and with, with new technology, and it gets no, it gets um, overturned. It's like they realize that it wasn't. It didn't say what they thought it said. But I think that's the thing with the society and civilization as a whole right now, with the way that we're technologically progressed as compared to years and years before. But is it worth the possibility? That it might be getting it wrong. I mean, that's the risk that we have to take. Is it? Or, or, I, or is is it better to err on the side of we're not going to kill them? That I guess that's for everyone else to decide. I can't make that decision right now. But and I can't make it. Well, for but you're a voter oh, now, yeah. so well, you now can be a part of that decision if it ever so were if to it come were to me, a vote. I would vote yes to kill them, to yes. even if it's possible that maybe they didn't do it. I, I yeah. Put yourself. There's a in reason their shoes. they're there. I, I mean, would put there. Yeah, but. Well, put yourself in the shoes. What if they got framed? If they got framed, then they're screwed. Well, yeah. But if the possibility of not ever being put to death by the state is not, if, if that's not even, like you can't, that's never a consequence, then we will never get it wrong. You'll never kill someone wrongly, correct? No. So Wait, w- would no. it not be better to, to err on that side of life? But then you'd have to be in prison forever and with no chance well, of parole. You know, there's that. That's Actually, pretty much life. But. I mean, being in prison, that's pretty rough as it is. I mean, you actually <laughs> almost want the death penalty So you almost sometimes. want the death Because I remember I read about this one guy. He, <laughs> I think he ended up going to jail for stealing this like backpack from this one guy. And it was a really expensive like backpack. Well, he actually, I think, robbed the bank. So I don't know, something like that. What? They say he robbed the bank. He actually didn't rob a bank at all. But anyways, he... Like, they accused him of being guilty, and he was in prison for, like, two years. And while a lot of stuff happened, he ended up getting raped and stuff. But anyway, he came out of prison. He couldn't get any of the mental pictures out of his mind, so he ended up committing suicide anyway. And the thing was, he was innocent the whole time, so. I mean. So, I mean, justice is supposed to be blind. That's the goal. Justice is blind. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be. Supposed to be is the key. But when justice is metered out by fallible humans... It can't be blind it at cannot, that point. Nope. Because you have people that have, hopefully, a heart, a conscience. I, I think the challenge is when you have, and I, I asked some politicians recently, if government, if legislation should be emotional. I don't think it should. Well, and, and one guy, actually Dusty Johnson, who just, who won election to be our one uh, lone house representative at, in D.C., mm-hmm. um, he made it a pretty good point to me with that question. He said, yes and no, 
He said at the beginning of the conversation, absolutely it should be emotional. So you bring in the anecdotes, you bring in the the stories and the sob stories and all the the possibilities when you're crafting this rule, the legislation. And the, but then once it's there, it's a black and white situation because you've hammered all that out in theory, and now you have a law that is applied based on the law that was decided. So, so at the back end, it's not an emotional situation. Oh, it's so sad for them. Yeah. And so we're going to adapt a... the law for them. Well, we can't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like that idea. I think that's a good concept. Good way to look at it. I think, yeah. Good way to, yeah. Dusty had a good point. Well, Dusty came to Boy State and I went to Boy State and I, everyone at Boy State it, it thoroughly enjoyed Dusty. Well, he will be, uh, he has promised me that he'll be coming back on the interview show. In the flesh or on the phone? Uh, well, I I told him I'd love to have him in studio. So if he'll come here, I would love and be to in the Y Melding Podcast Joe. Studio. That'd be great. And uh, I got word last night from a uh, state senator that um, he's going to do everything he can to get uh, the next governor of South Dakota in this studio. Awesome! So that'd be very nice. That'd be sweet, yeah. Come come watch it live. The interview. That's right. The interview uh, aired as often as we record them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more about the party platform then. What else is well, you, issue? You, you guys chose something. Immigration, yes. immigration is another big topic right now. Well, I think immigration's always been a big topic, if you ask me. Well, the, the conversation typically revolves around whether it's legal or not. Legal. Legal. Legal to what? Come here? Well, no, whether the people that are coming into the U.S. are doing it according to the rules that are in place. And this then goes back to the conversation a minute ago of emotional or not emotional. Mm-hmm. If we don't like the way the law is Im- implemented, we can always change we it. We've got to change it. We can't, we can't not enforce the law. That's why we got to build that wall. Build the wall. There it is. <laughs> ah, yeah, that makes sense. For those of you that can't see this show, <laughs> Ben came in with a dynamite hat today. Dynamite. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. USO. USO. Is that what's on the side? I don't know. I think so. USA. Oh, okay. <laughs> MAGA. It was making America great again. It was a big old MAGA hat. Made in China. <laughs> I looked at that tag. So what's your guys' stances on immigrants coming in and taking jobs? I mean, they're going to work for probably... Two dollars less an hour than the average American would in some jobs. Well, I mean, what's is, is the views true? on that? Stuff? Is that true? Because I don't think pe- they're coming in and stealing the jobs. They're doing the jobs no one else will take. Us white people are a is proud that people, true? And is that's this not true? Good. Is this true that we won't do the job? Oh, yes. we probably would. Well, do we know? Well, like, really? Well, let's ask some people. That's the town. claim. We'll call them up. If hey. you want to go, yeah, you come here. No, there's no one in here. <laughs> well, who wants to go and shovel crap for four? 10, 12 hours. If you're starving, you'll do it. If you're starving, you'll do it. Who's starving up here? Well, okay. This falls into another problem, which is uh, the welfare system. My God. Politics are intertwined. (sighs) Does it not? It does. Yeah. It's all. It's all on the same rope, and the rope's just colored different colors. I fall in the platform. That we have rules for a reason. Well, yeah. I don't, as an American, I was born here, so I have no immigration experience. 
I don't get to break the law because my situation might be dire. I don't get to do that. I don't get to go into someone's home and take some bread off their shelf because I'm starving and my kids need to eat. That's theft. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. So an issue I have with the the thought behind allowing people, and they're people. I mean, they're not machines. They're not like animals. They're people. No, they're, they're humans. Yeah. But allowing just any random person to come in and violate a law that I'm not allowed to violate as a citizen. Why should it, why should the law be applied differently based on where they're from? I don't think it's based on where they're from. I think it's based on. Look, okay. Inside the, you're a citizen inside the U S or a non-citizen outside the U S. Yeah. But that's the thing. Laws apply to citizens. Until you walk in the door. And then you are subject to the laws here. That is true. And that's how it should work. Okay. So yeah, nothing changes it. But but, but, other people think that. But if the door is not open to you, you have to go around the door. Yeah. You have to sneak in and climb over the wall or walk around the, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then then you're violating a law. I lived in Uganda for about five months. Um, I didn't get to break their laws. Nope. I mean- Technically, <laughs> good job, man. What do you mean by technically? <laughs> I don't know if we should go into that. Uganda might be listening. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you guys think that we need welfare? No, no. The the point is, I overstayed my visa in Uganda by about a month and a half. Oof. Oh, a month. And what that means <laughs> is, it it wasn't now for me to go get an extension. Would have kind of been nuts, and the, and it wasn't the only. I wasn't the only one. There were several of us. But I mean, it's not like I was trying to just live in the country. No, you were there for a purpose. Yeah, I was there, and I I was I had an airplane ticket out of there in like three weeks, and so for me to go try to get another visa to stay for three weeks is not worth. We it. really wouldn't have worked because they probably would have kicked <gasps> me out, and and it would have been a disaster. So what happens if you like jail? jail. Yeah, actually. If you go to Mexico and you break their immigration law, you go to jail in Mexico. If you try to get across the border as an American into Mexico, they arrest you. Yep. So what happens if you're Mexican and try to get across the border in the U.S.? Nothing. Nothing. According to to the liberal mighty, uh, ideology, it should, it, it's good. It should be awesome. Now, Isn't the, the law requires that you're not allowed to do it, and that's what ICE is, Immigration and ICE. Customs Enforcement. Yep. Th- that's That's what they do. They're supposed to enforce immigration and customs laws. And if we don't like those laws, I'm fine with that, but we got to change them. We can't just arbitrarily just stop enforcing them. It's like, well, I don't like the speed limit. I'm not going I'm, I'm not going to abide by it. Hey, those speed limits are suggestions. Until there's a guy with red and blues on top behind you. Yep, that's what happened to me. No, the right. ones are suggestions are the yellow what? ones, man. <laughs> the yellow ones are suggestions <laughs> until they wrong. turn red. The white ones our laws. Yes. Our go what? The white ones are laws. You got to abide by those suckers. <laughs> or else the police will make you abide by them. And you don't want to go through that process. So you guys now have a voice in this system. Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you think that it's valuable for you to gain wisdom before you start using that voice? Like to, to get other people's opinion, to read, to do research? Or do you like the idea of going into the voting box Blind. and just, hey, yeah. that, that's a good name. I'm going to check that name. 
No, I think you need experience. I think that's part of being a human, getting experience. You know, I think you kind of gain the experience on the way there. I, I mean. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you guys when you guys um got registered, how much research did you do on the candidates then? Like, did you think differently, knowing that you were going to have to mark a box, a, a oval? I just watched some TV commercials. D- did that- it sway you or help solidify your your view? No, because I I don't believe anything on those commercials. <laughs> like I saw some hate mail going towards like every candidate, and I was just like, oh boy, I can't believe any of this. I mean, I I have a tough time believing anything I read on the internet or anything. Just because, I mean, almost everything you read is biased. I mean, even if you go to Fox or CNN, aren't they biased somehow? Too? All, every media source is biased. Every yeah. single one. You can't tell me. You can probably find one that is isn't biased, but I still won't care. But I think that's where Dusty had a really good campaign. He went out and talked to everybody. He claimed to shake, have shaken 250,000 hands. I don't doubt that. He probably did. I want to know how much he, goes, he got sick. Every, oh, he washes hands thoroughly <laughs> every day. But I Wore shuck his hand gloves. twice. You shuck it. I shuck it. Nice. Like corn? Yeah. I peeled off a couple layers, <laughs> boil it up. Nice. It was amazing. I have to say I did shake his hand once too. Yeah. See? So you you guys And he told uh, us what he was about. Were you both a boy state? No. 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 How how uh Jordan, how do you know who he is? State fair. Yeah. Oh, you like went and listened to him talk? Well he was just out in the streets or just talking to people. Yeah. And that was amazing. What's he like in person? Very energetic. Very yeah. nice guy. Very is he nice like guy. he's jacked up on caffeine all the time? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, he looks him. like yeah. you know when you go to Walmart and you look for like caffeine and stuff and there's those ones with the big eyes? <laughs> Was that him? That's his energy <laughs> level. And it's amazing. It's like, <laughs> how you doing today? I'm Dusty Johnson. Every yeah, he's so proud to be the Dusty well, Johnson. And this is why I, I I'm pretty confident he just blew away the competition because he's just friendly. Yes. And I never heard, like, I talked to him for a half an hour on our interview show, and I don't think once, well, first off, I, I'm not about to give him a question, I mean, ahead of time, mm-hmm. mainly because I don't know what I'm going to ask him after the first, hi, how are you, yeah. and why in the world are you running? After that, it just wanders about. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't think he stumbled once on a question, ever. He had a thought, it was thought through, it was... It, he really impressed me, and not once did I hear him ever say anything to the negative about who was running against him. Exactly. Never. He didn't care about that, because why would he need to care? Oh, that's why I think that Sutton did so well. Sutton? In the governor, in the governor race. Yeah, okay. Because he, his job was to attempt to look like a schoolboy. Mm-hmm. And he did it very well. In the debates, he did it very well. He looked like just a perfectly behaved little schoolboy. Now, not, not, not nothing derogatory, but that, that was the persona of him. Um, Christy, on the other hand, <coughs> who is becoming a very, very accomplished politician. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to talk to her a little bit more in depth about what she wants to do in the state because I think that'll be a fascinating conversation. Oh, very um, much. It felt like her responsibility was to try to demonize him and lump him in with the Democrats. 
the National Democrats, which yeah. she did. A, I mean, if, if we're going to say yeah. this was his job was to be look really good and be clean and polite, and her job was to lump him in with the with the bad people, they both succeeded greatly. They both did a very and good I'm job. And I'm pretty that. confident that that is why Billy did so well, is because there are lots of people that like someone that's kind that per, that projects just nice. Hmm? I mean, you should have ran in Minnesota. Yeah, he would have made it very well in Minnesota. Um, and you know, Christy is by no means an idiot. From what I mean, everything I've heard, she is very accomplished at what she does. She's polished now. Um, mm-hmm. And her, it looked like her goal was, we're gonna go out there and tie him to Bernie Sanders. And it worked. Which it, and and I really yeah, think it worked at some level. That's what I heard. But I, mean, I do think that he got the votes he got because he played that really nice guy up very well because who who knows either of either of them what kind of substance they have to be a governor i mean none of them have had that experience no to ceo a state yeah ceo a state and i didn't even know there was another person in the race until i got the ballot yeah i wish that guy would have done a little bit more because i'd like to view myself as a libertarian but I had to write down Republican on that voter card because, you know, I want to vote in the primaries. But. Wait, there could be Libertarian primaries. Come on now. I think there should be. I think the Libertarian <laughs> Party just have needs to, have to enough, build itself enough up. people. Yeah. I would definitely change the Libertarian if they were one of the major parties. Do you guys think, just is still in high school, do you believe, I think, I guess, I don't know. I, don't I think believe. think is a better do idea. Do you think that. The politics in the U.S. are a two-party system. It's always going to be a two-party system. Well, it always has been, ever since nationals and federalists. The parties will change, but there's always just going to be the two parties. And, you know, I mean, George Washington even talked to us about that. Well, not us specifically. He but did? He, he, he came here and talked to you guys? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, I have a time machine. That's but insane. no, he, he warned us about it at the very beginning. He was like, don't do this to yourselves. Just be Americans. I mean, it's worked for us this far. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how old America is right now, but <laughs> about three two two twenty something. Seventeen seventy six, is that right? Yep. Seventy seventy six will commence again. I mean, we started yeah. off with federalists <laughs> and anti federalists. <laughs> the voice of Alex Jones. Yeah. But I mean, it was still two parties. I mean, we could have gone to multi parties tons of times, but it's just. Why don't you think we are currently? Or, or why why don't you think that we have um, a successful third party that actually has real national success? Because, I mean, most kids, I mean, they vote along with their families on how their parties go. I oh, mean, yeah, but the, why, do, why do parents do this? Because their parents did that. I so, mean, so it's strictly just, well, it's strictly grandpa grandpa did it. on the line. It's either you vote with your parents or you vote with against them. Because look at the generation that's... Older than us. How much of it do you think has to do with election um, ad buys? I think media. I don't. I think that's getting on television wise. I think it's becoming less because everyone's starting to ignore the negative ads. They'll listen to them. I'm. Not, I don't care positive or negative. I mean ads themselves because oh well. Then there's definitely more ads. And who stuff. controls the debates? Moderators. There's a group. No. It's it's the National Election Debate Committee or something. I don't know the exact name. They control that, and they set up rules that that, um, allow candidates to get in, to be in in the 
in the debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, even in South Dakota, and this is this is determined by PBS or something. Maybe South Dakota Public Broadcasting. Yeah, SDPB. Um, I, I don't know if they set the standard or if there's some other standard nationally that they just adopt. But the Kelloland debate um, with between Sutton and Nome, that was the first one I think they had together. That one only had those two in it. And they claimed that's because, well, we're following the rules that say that in order for candidates to be involved in this debate, they have to have at least like 15%. They have to poll 15% in a poll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the the other guy didn't enough, and so he wasn't allowed to be uh, on the stage, was my understanding, based on what the guy said. And then I see the South Dakota public broadcasting debate had him in it. So either he polled better and was able to make it on that one, or they have different rules. They've got different rules they play by. So if you think about that, just strictly the fact that they get airtime almost forces it to become it's a D or an R, period. Because these other numbers or letters, whatever they end up being, they're not going to get on the stage. No one's going to listen to them because the media won't cover them unless they spend a lot of money and there's not a lot of people out there doing it, so they're not going to get the money. So that forces these fringe candidates at times to go into these bigger parties. Yeah. And then you get Mm -hmm. some crazy. And then I think that's how you get some of these South Dakota Democrats that claim to be Republican, um, essentially Republican, but they're on the D side because there's a couple things they don't agree with the Republicans on, so they go to that side. Well, in reality, the the radicals on both sides don't like these moderates, so at some point we're going to run into a problem. Then what if there's a party that's moderates versus uh, the radicals? Not Democrats or Oh, geez, that would just be a fight. That would just be a fight. That might be fun to watch. Oh, somebody barking and somebody saying prayers, being quiet, be different. Barking? Barking. Shouting orders and huh. stuff. All right. Yeah. So we're now a week past the election. Yep. Um, Right? Yeah. Yes. So, almost yeah. a week. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, this will air Monday. Tomorrow... Will be a week. Monday. Yep. Right. It's going to air Monday. Yep. We'll so tomorrow. Today. Today. It'll air today. Weird. <laughs> you know, you're listening to this show today. Yeah. It aired today. Um, about a week out. Uh, Florida, as far as I can tell, the governor race and there's a Senate race, I think. Uh, they're not called yet. They still don't know what they're doing. That's Florida. Well, I know, but this is just like calling back to 2000. That's a good point. Al Gore again. Al Gore, Bush. Uh, you know the story, right, JR? Yeah, were you guys even born? I was born. I, I was. was. It's a long time ago, though. <laughs> do you? What do you remember? Black. I remember nothing. No, no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, man. So, overall, how was the experience? I thought it was... Different. Did it feel good, or did you? Was it like, Meh. you know, you you actually feel pretty good after voting because you're like, you know, I may not have a lot of say in this state, but I am a person who matters now. Yeah, I mean, it's a great sense of being a U.S. citizen, you know. See, that's what I felt when I got a job. I was like, I got that first paycheck, and I was like, holy hell, I'm part of the economic system. I was like, I feel like a person now. And I'm a then, taxpayer. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't make enough money, but yeah, <laughs> I felt I felt good about myself. I felt pride in the fact that I could do something like this. Hmm. My experience is fun because I walked in with Vig, and we're like, we don't know where to go, so we go and talk to these 
these ladies at the table, and we're like, we don't know what we're in. And she's like, where do you live? I said, my address. And Vig said his address. And they're like, oh, you're, you're same probably ward? over there. I think we are, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we are. Same ward. Oh, yeah, you would be, I think. Yeah. And then she gave us the, the sheet. She told us a way to hand it in when we're done. I voted, read every single amendment because I didn't read up on them beforehand. And then, yeah, I voted and stuff. Awesome. Good work. I'm proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're proud of That's everyone good. who voted, too. Because, in, I mean, the reality is if you don't get out there and at least try, what's the point? I mean, you can sit back in your armchair, quarterback the game, and just, you know, yell and scream because you didn't get your way. But if you don't even play the game. You have no right to do that. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I think. But I, I don't really think that fully. But um, I think if you do get out there and you are a part of the system, then it is, um, it's easier to have an opinion, I think, and to actually have that out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a random person yelling. It's like, I, I'm a voter, and here's what I think. And I voted the way I think for crying out loud. Yeah. You will always get crazy people that will tell you, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. Who cares? Kill them. Yep. <laughs> that's not what we're doing. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great segue to something. Sure, something, all right. <laughs> Uh, are you looking forward to voting in the in the presidential elections? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Even though that's when your vote kind of means less, considering electoral college, but the electoral college is a necessity, if you ask me. Well, why? Because America is spread out over an entire continent, just about. And you have different yeah. people from different regions with very different aspects on how life works. Plus, if you didn't have the Electoral College, it'd be New York and California picking the president every single year Mm -hmm. because that's where more populous is. So with the Electoral College, you get a say from this region, from that region, and from that one. And it just balances everything out. I mean, California, New York, they still probably get the most say. Well, yeah, they do. But at least we have a little better of chances. Yeah. But. And it makes it so that the people have, so that the candidates have to campaign. Exactly. I mean, if you only win, I mean, didn't some person, how does the electoral, isn't it like if you win the six biggest states? Or, I don't know how it works exactly. I think if you win, how many states? Well, Florida has a lot. New York has a lot. California. Texas has quite a bit. California has a lot. And then there's the swing states like and Pennsylvania, some, Ohio, South Carolina. And, and there's swing because they could go either side yeah. depending on how. And this is why you get campaigning there like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a state like California, there's not because much. it's so entrenched blue, a Republican doesn't even waste money in there. Yeah. Now, what that means is because they don't <laughs> even waste money in there, they don't typically get some of the votes that they possibly could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Because it's hardly worth it. Because, yeah. but I I think that um, with the Trump campaign in sixteen, he went around the media so well that it changed the game a little bit. 
if politicians now will be willing to go around the media and go directly to the people with big rallies like he did and action using social media like he did. I mean, he got, I don't remember the number, but it was in the hundreds of millions of dollars worth of <laughs> free, free airtime because he's just outlandish yep. and out there and he's bold and he is just brash and up front. And so <laughs> it's something different. Well, it, it's totally different, of... but it, it screwed up the model. And this is why the polls were so wrong about mm-hmm. how who was going to win that mm-hmm. election. Yeah. Because he didn't do it the way everyone's supposed to do it. He didn't, yeah. You're supposed to spend all things. of your money with, this, with the media outlets. I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar game when you get down to it. I mean, yeah. this midterm election cost over a billion dollars, which is outrageous if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Nothing compared to, you know, government spending price, but Clinton <laughs> Clinton received two hundred two point eight million more actual votes nationwide. Than Trump. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. But if you break that down by county, I think she won I think it was one it was one or two counties that made the difference. And it's a county in LA and one mm-hmm. in Chicago. Huh. By by numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So consider that a little bit. But if you win more counties, you get more votes. Well, it's well, all, it's all, votes. I mean, every state gets a, um, an electoral college vote allotment based on population. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. I think South Dakota gets seven. I think we have seven electoral college votes. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that's not going to push very many people over anymore. And it's almost exclusively a red, the way that works is it goes to the Republicans we just because- seven? I think it's seven. I didn't know we had that many. You sure it's seven? I, I thought think they, it's seven. I thought they just went by like how the, uh, what do you call it? Kind of like, um, oh, what's it called? I thought we only had two though. South Dakota has three. Like, three. Oh, oh, three, sorry, no. <laughs> like oh, seven. We have two representatives. Like that, that's yeah. Does Minnesota have seven like, then? Uh, Minnesota's got more than seven. No. They got like 13 or something. I mean, if Tennessee's got 11. I'm Minnesota gonna... has 10. Oh. Since yeah. 1964. Minneapolis. Got Except, that place. Uh, however, pro- population projections as of the end of 2016 put it back on track to lose one of those electoral votes after the 2020 presidential election. It's because it's getting cold up California there. is 55. Mm. Texas has 38. New York, 29. And all right. the Republicans. No, New York no, only no, has 29. No, no. no, no, no. I'm looking at a different thing here. Wikipedia is always true, right? If you found a wrong thing on Wikipedia, you probably Googled it wrong. That's why. Oregon has seven. That's why I said seven. Yeah, that's your own. That's where I'm from. No, the Electoral College, Oregon, seven. California, 55. Nevada has six. Montana has three. Colorado. No, Wyoming has three. Colorado has nine. South Dakota, three. North Dakota, three. Minnesota, 10. Wisconsin, 10. Illinois, 20. Yeah, that's Chicago. quite a bit. That's more, oh, it's because yeah. of Chicago. Yep, Chicago. Florida has 29. What? I'm trying to see here. Oh, I thought you were astounded by a number in a state. Pennsylvania, I think, has 20. 
Ohio 18. That's it? Just 20 in Pennsylvania? That's surprising. I mean, with Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, I mean, you'd think that... Yeah, you'd think there'd be more. New York is 29. Florida has 29. That's still strange to me, how Florida and New York can be the same. Alaska's got three. New York's got New York. Yeah, that's about it. But you know how big New York is, like, the biggest city in the U.S.? It is the biggest city in the U.S. Then Florida. I mean, Florida's got Disney World. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, it has a lot of retirement as well. That too. Oh, All those old true. people. Arizona has 11. They have the highest Wait. death rate there. In Florida? Florida? Yeah. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. It's either... Florida has two demographics. Old people are really dumb 20-year-old people. <laughs> if you're hearing this from Florida, I very much apologize okay, for my jo- co-host. Okay, Jordan apologize for me. Good. I like it. But... What was I going to Google in Florida? What was Florida in the last election? I'm pretty sure Florida's a democratic state. I mean, Hello. It, it's kind of a swing, but it, uh, it yeah. went. Right now, I it went red. It went red in the last one. They went 16, red. Yeah, for Let's Trump. go. That's right, because I found it kind of surprising they went red, because I thought for sure they'd go blue. Look at this one. Right, and that actually, and what you're seeing there is the, this um, is the breakdown by county. Your red and blue. Yeah. So if you consider that, this is New Mexico. Are those some blue counties in South Dakota? Oh, there's a there's one. There's um, one, two. It's essentially the edges of the country are blue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really is. Maine is split in between. How does that work? Um, they they I believe they have to go based on the vote, and so when it's split at some level. It actually part of them go to one part part go to the other. Mm. Wait, I think I, I, some of the states are not an all or nothing. I thought all, all of them are all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So they decide that within the state. Correct. And super delegates don't have to even vote based on the state popular vote. Is there anybody in this little tip of Maine right here? Jeez. <laughs> There's it's <Nope>. white. <laughs> and then this right here. That's where the here. abominable snowman lives. There we go. These are Independence all right there. Uh huh. Yeah. True. Those guys are going to make a run here's, here. Here's what the state outlines. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's yeah, so, all red except for the tip right here. Yeah, and then down, down in the, the Twin Cities. And there's Minneapolis, yeah, St. Paul. Minneapolis, right here. Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, and Duluth. Now, that's yeah. fascinating again. Back to South Dakota where Pine Ridge is. It's straight up it? blue. No, Pierce up right. Yeah, Hughes County is. Yeah. yeah. Right there's there. Todd County yeah. right But there. that makes sense because, I mean, if you look at the ideology of the parties, typically- the the Democrat opinion is the government knows best, and so you're mm-hmm. gonna get typically you're gonna get people in those those areas where there's government. I mean, it's a big boon to all kinds of stuff. So you want more of that, and so you tend to go. It tends to go uh, Democrat. I mean, it all depends where you come from. I mean, natives get shipments from the government because of that one treaty a long time ago, and I mean, mm-hmm. if they go along with the Democrats, which wants more national government and stuff. I mean, hey, I get an extra jar of peanut butter a week. I'd go for that. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So instead of government cheese, it's government peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter's good. I mean, we're not talking like our family peanut butter. We're talking like Skippy or Jeff peanut butter. Yeah, quality. Quality peanut butter. There's a lot of people that think that the electoral college is not, it shouldn't be anymore. Yes, tons. And of I don't understand how people can think that. Well, because the electoral vote situation. 
And they claim that both the last two Republican presidents that have been in the U.S. have not been popularly voted in. And Bush so, and Trump. Yeah. Correct. But the goal of the Electoral College really is to keep the mob from ruling or to help that. Mm-hmm. It's a reason that we are not a straight-up democracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. At least our president is not elected that way. Exactly. And our mean, government yeah. is a representative republic. We we democratically elect our representatives and send them to do our bidding. See, now with this map, how it's just pretty much the whole thing's red. And then it's got speckled in blue. Mm-hmm. And I bet if and you could, I bet if you could zoom in there, though that would be the populous areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these blue pot- mm-hmm. spots would have the most people. Right, I, and that's why we need it. Otherwise, the small would control the majority. Well, not people-wise, but like land-wise and, and region-wise and everything. So then, knowing this, how important it is for your generation to get out and actually be an educated voter? Very. Slightly. <laughs> so what are you going to well, tell your peers? What are you going to tell all your, your classmates? Do it voting. so you have a reason to complain. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to politics. Don't read about something else someone says about politics. Just don't do that. It's it's going to mess your mind up. Then you're going to think one way when really you're not making your own opinion. You're just going along with this one person who wrote this <laughs> article opinion. Right. So, Jordan, you or Ben, I don't know if you did, Jordan, but I know Ben listened to at least two of the interviews I did with local politicians. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Did you like that idea of having them just sit down and have a conversation that was not a five-minute talking point conversation? Yeah, because it shows them that they're people and they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, mind-controlled robots. Do you think that that is something that your generation would actually enjoy? Or would that say, ah, it takes too long, I'm not going to do it? I think we would enjoy that because... Well, the people who don't enjoy it, those are the people not going to get elected. I mean, that's... Well, I'm, I'm talking about the, just the voting. You're just talking just about the, the listening. Voting. Just yeah, we're list, talking like, about listeners. To listen in on a conversation that is just trying to figure out who a politician is and why they're running. You know, I think that comes more with age. I mean, more with maturity-wise, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, being the younger, you just kind of want to go, 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 go. I mean... So but, then, do you think that unless you can prove some, uh, some ability to settle down and study you shouldn't be allowed to vote well I don't think you need to stu- well you have the right to vote you gotta you have vote. both points of views though still I mean young people yeah they're not gonna do all their studying but I mean not all the time are older people they're gonna study it way too much and then once you study it way too much you know almost too much I mean the perfect voting age is probably around 35 40 you know rough really at that age but that's why you have the younger people to balance it out with the older people because Young people think really fast. Older people think really slow. I mean, you can put the two together, you got it right in the middle, and that's where you want. Middle is key to everything. That's why you read a book only to the middle. You never finish to the end. You never finish a book. <laughs> you only read the page 200. That is the worst advice ever. Who <laughs> came up with this? He did. The On middle the is right middle, now. The middle Bam. is the best place to go. <laughs> That's just when you get to the good stuff, though. Nah. Yeah, but exactly, and that is the good stuff. You want to get to that climax, but you don't. But not- it's not the end. No, the climax Hello? is not. That just towards sets the up end. all the all the stage, and then you get to. 
Yeah, but then you later. don't you don't want to fall off the hill. I mean, you can climb up the hill, but I mean. Okay, so by your logic, the pinnacle is Christmas morning with all the wrapped presents underneath, and we're just gonna <laughs> leave them there. We don't want to open them. We don't want to. Yes. We, we're, look at that. Look at all the presents we because, got. Because what is once the best you open part? Up those presents, That's over. What if they're all socks? <laughs> True. I mean, you you just lost all your hope right there, just because you wanted to get out of the middle and you wanted to get to the end. Well, I like this because maybe we're gonna start just wrapping empty boxes. Oh, oh look, I got more oh presents. Oh my god. Yeah. What's yeah. Up? That's it. I'm just gonna. You sound like a politician. You just want to keep them hopes up. And... Wow. I mean, I rescind my request for you to vote. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, good. Click on that one that says Metro COSM. Right in the middle, left, left, left. Yep, right there. Oh. Look at that. Look at that. Cool. See, this shows you. This is a population. election results in the third dimension. There we go. And it shows you based on height a map. So it's still color coded, the map of the U.S. Uh, but then there's a height, a vertical three dimen- third dimension. Now, all of the red ones are pretty flat. Is that Chicago right there? Yeah. That blue yep. one? This is Chicago. Yep. Chicago and Los Angeles. Yep. LA. And then Jeez. that's going to be Miami. Miami. Uh, Austin, Texas, I believe, is. Right here. Oh, that's Houston. Never mind. Austin's the One of those is San Antonio Austin. down there. And that uh, San right Antonio's there, farther, lo- farther down than that. I think Absolutely. that is. Really? Well, because Dallas is in ones? there. And then Austin's probably. Austin is the uber blue one right above. That's probably a San Antonio. And then Dallas is up higher. I want to know what this one is. Uh, is that Penn, Boston probably? Oh yeah, probably oh, Boston. Yeah, right there. Yep, that makes sense. So basically, I mean. But then you see the one to the left of Chicago, and I know this is wonderful radio, but we're looking <laughs> at a, a vertical peak. So they take the the counties with the most population and they draw them upward from the ground. <laughs> so you have this essentially a, a topographical map. This basically shows that, I mean, if we went by popular vote, we'd go along with probably the 12 biggest cities in the U.S. 12, it's one, two, three, four, six of them. Six of them. Probably, because you've got L.A., L.A. County, then whatever county is in Chicago, then Miami, Houston, uh, Seattle's in there as well. Yeah, there's another view. I mean, see, that's that's what's going to happen if you get rid of the electoral vote. Now we can see this side better. Mm-hmm. You don't give any of them small counties a say in it, like anything. Right. right. I mean, and so not- when you have the the edge rule, the the coasts when they dictate everything, the middle becomes for real flyover country, which yeah. is what all the elite <laughs> east and west coast uh, politicians consider us in the middle here. Mm-hmm. But look at how deep red this middle is. And in, I mean, on this map, this is for the election 2016. Yep. And that showed the deep red is uh, Trump winning by 25 to 50 points. And the deep blue is Clinton winning 25 to 50 points. And that is Miami, uh, Miami Dade, I believe that county is. And then LA over on the left, Chicago. But and then if you. Washington right but, here. but see, if you look at that, those are the deep blues. But then you see the one, is that Air, Is that Phoenix? Right here. The, the, it's pink? Oh, yeah. That looks Phoenix-y to me, of the location. <laughs> Phoenix. And that's like a pink, so that's going to be Trump zero to five points. That's going to be Battlegrounds. That's totally it, yeah. But then over here in Ohio, 
Look at the counties for that. Oh, God. I'm messing up. You're praying. This is good. I know it's Sunday. Yeah, I know. But look at how the counties for Ohio and around there work. Mm -hmm. all, yeah. those, all those rising ones are blue. The lower ones are red. Still won that state somehow. Population. Yep. So anyway, there you have it. The Electoral College is necessary, I think. And you boys... Are going to keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Right. We're not getting rid of that today. If I have to, I would definitely just go out and just talk to a million people and make sure the Electoral College stays. So when you guys get to college next year, do you foresee yourselves being involved in politics on campus at all? Or no? If I see some dumb things happening, I'll definitely speak up. I mean, but would you join, like, uh, different groups and... Um, I'm not joining a cult if you're saying the, that. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, like the, uh, what are they, the Campus Democrats or the Campus Republicans or Young Americans Foundation. The Young Americans. Yaf. Good thing. Yaf is good. One of my... Uh, ben Shapiro's One in of that. my friend's daughters is the vice president of that at Concordia right now. Wow. Oh, so she's like a she's big wig. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. I could probably see myself get involved in politics. I mean, I don't know, know how much to a far degree, but if some huge issue comes about on campus, like mm -hmm. involving that, you can almost promise that I'll be there. Well, how important? <laughs> you and I are big voices wherever we go. Major how, events, I'm there. How important do you think um, having a, a an opinion right now in high school is? Like, d would you go forward now? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's November 11, 11 12. 11, 11, 12. 13, whatever it is. Um, and you have till May of 19 to be in school. Are you going to get political? Or is it now, is it done? It's not worth it. Is the election's over. Are you going to be out there and encouraging all your... I don't think it's important right now. Just because it's not a huge major event going. Well, on. yeah, it's because you got a whole another year until you need to figure stuff out for. Presidential oh, we don't want to plan ahead. I mean, yeah, but we don't because that's a, just a hassle and a worry. But how important it is to, or is it to have a to be grounded and have a foundation of what you believe and why you believe well, yeah, politically that's, what you that's, do. That's I think that's all part of your to your family. I think they decide that for a little bit. Your family. Well, of, of course you're well, going yeah, to do that. For a little bit, yeah. But at some point, you've got to decide on your own. Yeah, you to have a mind for yourself. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, you're not going to live with your parents your whole life, are you? I hope not. Pray to God not. <laughs> I'd go insane. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to. And then if you get married, she'll go insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, if you do get married, you yeah. Just make sure you guys go along with the same things or else it, it might actually get bad. You guys have to have one brain there. Now, <laughs> see, this is interesting. What do you think about that? Do you think that as, as a married couple you can you should or can hold differing political views? Hey, if you love each other, it shouldn't matter what you believe in. But love, don't you love people well, I do based love people on what they believe the in? I, I love people. Although, I mean, some people I believe in, I mean, something... And then they love them for believing in something so much. They love their effort of believing in so much, but they don't believe in it. So, does a the do the political views of a potential spouse of yours does it does it matter at this point to you? For me, yeah. No, none, none at all. No. For me, yeah. I mean, 
It all depends how much you talk about it, though. I mean, if we're, yeah, I if mean, you're annoying about it. That's gonna be yeah. If you talk about it all the time and like we have opposing points of view, then yeah, it probably it probably isn't gonna work out. But I'll get heated. I mean, if you do have different points of views and you guys and they just keep it to a minimal, it's like. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk about it much, but... But you're married. You're supposed to become one at some point, right? Exactly, so you talk about so you other... you don't things. talk about things that are important? You talk or about does that the... become not important? Well, important, I mean... Important. I don't, I don't think it's important marriage-wise. It does come important when you're talking to colleagues or co-workers. <laughs> when you but get not home, at home, really? At home, it's all about, yep, the family and the kids. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everything else, politics, no. Don't want to get in. You don't order. think that that belongs at home? It a, does. I I I, I mean, there's a pl- probably a place for it, but I don't think it's as big as a place as what it should. It it could be. I don't think it's gonna be every single do, conversation do you think you have that, at the dinner table. I mean, it all depends on how strongly you feel about it. But, too. but do you think that politics, at some level, is a a uh, a belief system? You know, my uncle said this to me. He said. Uh, religion is any way to get people together and to control people. So politics is religion. Politics is religion. Wow. It technically is, I mean, if you think about it. I mean, it's just one denomination of something. It's a way you think of something. If you look at it, you've got a God in a way, which is whatever party you believe in. And then you have a Satan, which is the opposite party. And then the ideas that you have coming out of that party are like the Ten Commandments or whatever you think you're supposed to go up against. It's like, we are supposed to have guns. Okay. That is that. one of the commandments <laughs> in the Republican Party. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, no, okay. Here's the definition of religion. <laughs> the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Personal god or gods. A superhuman controlling... Well, maybe that is government. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You no. said everyone in government has to have a godlike complex at some point. Or, or a, a pursuit... Of, yeah. Or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. So that, that that's a possible alternative definition. So, yeah, government is religion. Political parties are just different religions. <laughs> We're smart. But a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes a supreme importance could be a lot of things. I mean, oh man, I know a lot of people that have the religion of sports then. Yep. That's right? to keep everyone sane. <laughs> sane? Going over the government. So does that mean you're not legally, because you're supposed to keep school and religion separate. So oh, are, are you supposed, man. Are you supposed to not have a government class in, in school or else you're getting into religion then? An interesting thing. That is very interesting. Although with the school, when the school is a board. is an arm of the government, it is that thing. So, so school in, in is and of itself is a religion. So is it going against its own law? <laughs> school is just hypocritical of itself. <laughs> have you read? How long have you guys been in that high school? I've been in Millbank for four years: freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. I've been in there since kindergarten. So you've been going into the armory. For your life, pretty much. See, yeah. Like by the by the district office. Have you ever read the proclamation on the wall beside the district office so, window? So right next to the water fountain. No, it's right by the it's right by the front door, but on the district side. No. 
I've seen it, but I've never read it. Go read it. That building is dedicated to the spiritual development of every human that walks in the door. It says it in black and white right there. Oofta. By the state secretary of South da- the the state superintendent of schools in South Dakota. So they are bringing religion. That sure looks like together. at some level. I don't know. I mean, are are they talking spiritual, like emotional wise, or something? I think they would have said emotional if that were the case. Yeah. And I think in, somewhere in it, it did talk about emotions. So yeah, but. they're basically. Oh man, that's that's actually something to think about. That's intriguing to me. I read it yesterday, actually. <laughs> go read it. When you, you get there tomorrow like, morning, go look at it. Did you just like walk in? You're like, hey, yeah. I was that like, what is interesting. this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read this thing. Well, today was one heck of an episode. <laughs> you can say that already. Right. I mean, we got pretty political. Yeah, we did. Sorry for everyone who didn't want that, but... Hey, it makes sense. It's your yeah, first year. It's your first year. Ele- first election voting. Come on. Come on, we're young. Doesn't matter. You oh, well. Do well, thanks once for... every two years. <laughs> Whatever. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone, on uh, Ben and Jordan's out of the Y Millbank podcast studio here in Millbank on Main Street. And uh, VPD Studios is where we're operating, of course. And... We'd like to know that you guys are listening. So yeah, catch you all next week. Bye.